0: Hey, welcome to episode eight of No Gatekeeper. It's Jordan Curtis Hughes here, and in this episode, I'm speaking to Pune Ghana one of my favourite music photographers out in the US at the moment, and I uh, I hope you enjoy it. I'm Just gonna put you all on full screen, and we can get going. Hey, Pune. Hello. How
1: you doing? I'm I'm great. Things are things are crazy right now. You know. Th- yeah.
0: Like- so. When, when I started to put together uh, these gatekeeper dates, I thought at least by that day, the U.S. election will be sorted and all my U.S. people's uh, photographers and, and people coming into the chat alike will be, you know, either be, uh, depending on their political persuasion, will be uh, sad or happy. And uh, we still don't know. So um, People are looking
1: optimistic.
0: Things a little, yeah. so if if Pune screams at any point, um, you know that's fine. We you know we can allow her to do what she wants. Um, I, had, I had
1: to turn the TV off for a second. Oh, it's yeah. there, but okay. you know, I mean what I mean what if Biden becomes president
0: during this? Well, well, yeah. I will. Right, so I'll keep a track on my Guardian app, and if he does, I'll change this background to the White House, and then you'll know. Cool. Yeah. And if
1: Trump becomes president, I'm moving to the UK. So
0: Okay, fantastic. I mean it's not much better here. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Um, but you know, all good. Follow anyway, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um I haven't seen you for a long time.
1: It's been a few years. When was the last time I actually saw you? Was it like Glastonbury or
0: Yeah, I yeah, I think it was definitely last over time. here, wasn't it? Because it I, like the last time I did ACL austin city limits was like 2017 20- yeah, right. maybe 2018 so i haven't done that for a while so i must have seen you over here since then i'd imagine
1: do we actually see because you're here with are in austin here um you're in austin with slaves right
0: i was in Austin. well recently
1: no if you, that acl
0: oh are that we there ACL. With- no I, I was there for the enemy so i was shooting slaves for like for the enemy basically um yeah. at, at, at acl but yeah um how long have we known each other now like 5 6 years maybe 5 years 6 years
1: Yeah well we, we met through enemy
0: Yeah exactly yeah. so so Pune just to, not not to make you blush but Pune for me when I was on the come up at the enemy Pune was this like kind of like mystic <laughs> photographer on the other side of the sea that I, I didn't know personally, but I just kept on seeing the photos, and I guess we were kind of shooting similar kind of like level things for the enemy. Like we were both on the kind of come up at the same time. Um, and then a bit the enemy those days was quite weird in that um, it was it was actually quite a small circuit of photographers, wasn't it? Yeah. Um,
1: uh, I mean, including Derek, who's here right now. Everyone, everyone can see each other, right? <laughs> Hi, Derek. I get- don't mean to call you out, but yeah, um it was it was a pretty tight group there for a few years. I feel like that's kind of been how it's been with Enemy. Like before us there was like, you know, Andrew yeah. Kendall and like Guy Apple, and that was like a really amazing time. It seems, you know, from what it sounds, that was almost like another renaissance yeah. with Enemy and like, you know, especially with like the photography. And um, yeah, and I think, you know like you and I and Derek and like gen five, and we, we were kind of like later on, but that was also just, there was a lot of changes going on with enemies, So it was like a very interesting time.
0: Well, I think th- this is the the hardest thing that I have to deal with sometimes is obviously like, um, maybe people in this chat or people that I've talked to before, when they ask about my progression in my in my career, I can point to a very evident career possess- possession, progression, wow um at the enemy where I kind of yeah. met a lot of my contacts through the enemy I met a lot of my friends through the enemy in, in, in the industry and stuff like that um and a lot of people who are still kind of who are cool friends today really um yeah. so it was it was a really nice uh environment for us to all kind of learn off of each other and stuff like I remember like you come over to Glastonbury didn't you to do the enemy with the NME? yeah how how was that uh
1: well I mean I was already here and um yeah i mean for me like enemy like when i was like growing up in texas Mm. like we'd always get the magazine like at least a month later yeah (laughs) but i I would still like get it and uh it was like it was such a big deal for me like that's kind of what like introduced me to all these like british bands at the time and got me into like british music and um I remember, like, there was a stalker page where you can, like, submit your fan photos. And uh, I think there was one enemy where I submitted some photos, and it was, like, all three. That's, like, a (laughs) a very, very deep cut Because they always did three different photos. And then one was, like, stalker edition, Pune. And it was, like, me (laughs) with, like, the fucking, like, I I think it was, like, the Fratellis or something. But I was, (laughs) like, 15 years old. And... um, Yeah, it was, like, a huge a huge deal for me, and um, I started coming to the UK, and I met, you know, like, I mean, I really have to credit Andrew Kendall a lot for really getting me into, like, shooting in the UK and, like, meeting a lot of the people, like, even before NME, like, really getting, like, in the festival circuit there, Um, and then through that, NME reached out, and that was just, like, Mm. yeah, that that was, like, I was, like, oh, my God, like, (laughs) I, I, like, couldn't believe it.
0: Can uh, you, like, kind of back to what I was what I was saying in terms of you being this kind of, like, mystic figure, because you're... Th- this is something that we've touched on quite a lot on, on past episodes in terms of, like, stylistically what photography means for people. And I remember your stuff being, like, completely different to what was on offer at the time. And I just... I remember just looking at it and like I wasn't shooting film at that point, like I wasn't really interested in film and all that kind of stuff. And then even your digital stuff was, you know, had like a like a film look to it. And I remember like I remember sitting on Lightroom and Photoshop and being like, how do I make my stuff look like Pune's?
2: How
0: do I how do I get it to look half as good as Pune's? Um, so you, you kind of come with this. this. I could, I, I guess it was very much your style but I don't know if anybody in the UK could have had that style because of just where we are and what we do and what that style looks like I I know I've heard a lot of people say that like British photography can be quite like gritty and and a bit kind of like a bit darker and stuff whereas yours had this kind of and it almost had this kind of like tone to it which was like definitely quite Texan <laughs> <laughs> um
1: Yeah, I guess I never thought about it that way. If, like, my environment kind of affected my editing style. Mm. I think, I mean, I I started off shooting on film. Like, Mm. that's how I got into photography, was just, like, buying cheap lamography cameras. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so that's how I learned. So I think once I started doing photography a little more seriously and had to buy a digital camera, I naturally just wanted my photos to look a certain way. And, um, you know, honestly, like... I feel like most of the time, as far as like editing, at least at the beginning, um, I kind of like had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I, I just kind of like messed around until I saw what I liked. When like people ask like, oh, what's your method? And like, what's your pro- like coloring process? It was honestly just like, I just, I I was patient and I knew mm-hmm. how I wanted it to look. And mm-hmm. it took like actually physically sitting in Lightroom all day to figure out how to get this one shot perfect.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, it's, uh, I guess in in some ways maybe like subconsciously um, having that film quality. I just I just wanted to keep that. Of
0: course, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, you you definitely felt like a breath of fresh air to to the music industry, like the music photography industry in in the UK at that point. And I think you've continued Thanks. to go on from you know to strength to strength, really. Um, and it, it's been it's been amazing to kind of. Uh, follow your career and and, and be on very much the same trajectory, really. Um, It's really fun. And I miss you. I haven't haven't seen you for a long time, man. I know. I
1: miss miss you too. Um, Yeah. I mean, your career has been, like, absolutely – it's been stunning seeing just in the last few years where you've come and just, Mm. you know, like, I'm I'm just – I'm so proud of you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, this is the funny thing, isn't it? It's like, again, like, this whole No Gatekeeper thing that I've been doing, I think that the overall – advice I've given on almost every single one is just about how kind you can be and how open you can be and how friendly you can be and I think above all that gives you an advantage uh, in anything and I feel like uh, we were so lucky that we were almost... You know, arguably, the, the last group of, like, group of photographers that kind of worked their way up at the same time at the same publication, and then we, you know, worked with the same bands, and then we, you know, we went on the tour with the, one of the bands, and la-la-la. And it was just, like, a very beautiful time, really. And now, like, we're, we're at a point where, yeah, like, we're, we're all, like, super proud of each other. And it's, like, because we've all seen each other, like, at 4 a.m. at Glastonbury, like, exhausted, Uh, you know like mud everywhere and like then the picture editor is like yeah can you can you go to the other side of the the site to photograph a shit band that no one cares about and you're like yeah of course um yeah yeah. and
1: I yeah and I think you know yeah we we all recognize that struggle and we all recognize um the talent in each other and support each other and um we're all like really excited to be doing this. I think we're all extremely grateful that we get to make our living being a music photographer. You know, a photographer, making a living doing that in itself is hard enough, but music photography, uh, Mm -hmm. especially. And, you know, I think more than that, you know, you you meet a lot of great photographers along the Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And what happens is that there's something like, you know, Things like just like jealousy or not, are just like yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. being
1: just not being a chill person. Like you yeah, could be yeah. the best photographer, but if you're a dick, like nobody's going to want to work with you. So yeah. I think uh, that's that's a pretty important thing to take away there.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, ab- absolutely. I, I I've tried to. I mean, people. And you're might not t- a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People might argue otherwise. Um, I'm glad you said that because I think. I've said this in the past and it it may be true for some people and might not be true for others, but it's definitely true for me in something that I want to do is to kind of is take the competitiveness out of what we do, because I feel like there is enough work to go around and I don't like people get so possessive of like of like techniques of what cameras they use, of like contacts, of like all that kind of thing of those kind of things, because they think like, they have the crystal ball of, of knowledge, and it's like, well, it's it's so, it's so. I mean, it, it's a pandemic, excuse the pun, but it's, it's a pandemic amongst kind of society, really. Uh, it's just a shame that it kind of bleeds through into uh, the arts world, really. But hey, there we go. Um, I'll get off my soapbox. Um, so Pune. We'll be taking some questions from everybody here. Um, I will also be joining in. Um, Pune will probably be a little bit more interesting than me. But there we go. Um, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, I've changed my background. This is the, uh, I think this is the eighth No, okay, keep I've done. So I've changed it to a, a PlayStation 1 uh, background. Aerith's uh, house from Final Fantasy VII, if you uh, aren't aware. Uh, because I uh, was <laughs> getting bored of my living room. So, uh, yeah, that was for my YouTubers uh, watching this. Um,
1: Mine's a Zelda background. Just kidding. Yeah. Fuck, <laughs> <Yeah, you're... laughs> <laughs> it didn't
0: work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can, I can see Zelda in the background. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going to go down my kind of notes list of, of the notes uh, with the questions in. And we can go from there. Uh, so I think if we start with Kaylin, um, then we can go from there.
3: Hi. Nice, hey to, hi. nice to be here. Nice to see everybody. Um, my question is... Do you have a piece of advice that somebody has given you that you have completely done the opposite of what that piece of advice was? And if so, why?
0: Thank you very much. Where where, where are you, Kaylin? By the way,
3: I'm in Indiana, in the United States. Lovely.
0: All right. Perfect. Thank you. Um, do you want to do you uh, want to start on that one, Pune? Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: I think a piece of advice I haven't taken is I mean I don't know if this is a good or bad thing but is to have a backup plan
0: <laughs> oh yeah uh, yeah
1: yeah I think if I gave myself any other sort of way out I mean I didn't want to and like I went to college you know my my, I mean, my parents wanted me to be a pharmacist like can you imagine that <laughs> like, I don't and, know uh, I
0: think you 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 are quite a sweet soul so I can imagine you you, you know providing the medicine quite well actually but you. uh, you're, you're a better photographer than pharmacist. <laughs> but you know
1: I'll be a pharmacy photographer or something <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like you know it, it, it was always mainly from like my parents and most people that are just like oh realistically like you're gonna have a career in the art field and especially being like Iranian it's just like my cousin one of them's a gynecologist the other one's a brain like she's a neurologist so you know that's like you know you just kind of grow up not really thinking like oh I'm going to do something in the arts and uh, once I figured out this is like exactly what I want to do you know I went to college but the whole time I was doing photography mm-hmm. and that was like my focus it was almost like I was doing college just to like make my parents happy mm-hmm. which um I don't know, maybe in some ways I benefited benefited from it, but I knew that this is like what I wanted to do, and um, yeah, I think you kind of have to like give yourself no other choice when you know a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I, it's quite interesting you say that because I've never, I, I've never heard anybody else say that before, other than myself, because I, I'm exactly the same as you, and it might just be like a mindset thing, but I think
1: we're stubborn.
0: Well, maybe yeah, you kind of if. I kind of just echo what you're saying in terms of if I had if I was like, right, well, I'm going to I'm going to train in law and then I'll do this on the side and then hope that it works out. I just I don't think I would have ever kind of put in the the work to kind of make it work. But, you know, the the hustle, if you like. I, I, yeah. I hate that. But, you know, in terms of the um, what the come up looked like, it was pretty rough, man. Like the the first you know, I've been full-time professional for uh, seven years now, and like the first four was like hard work, man. Like, like really, really tough. And I think if there was a way, I mean, I, I was working in retail and stuff. I was working at like Topshop and and getting paid like minimum wage to you know be able to pay my rent and stuff. But I think if I had an actual plan B, I think I would have had a bit of a mare. Um, that's not to say, I don't, maybe that, that advice isn't for everyone. Um, yeah.
1: I, and people come from like all the, you know, c- circumstances obviously determine like what you're able to do. You know, I, like I, when I graduated high school, I moved to Austin because I was already going to Austin a lot for shows and I just kind of found a way uh, while I was going to, to UT to just kind of kind uh, of, figure out, okay, how can I do this, but like focus on my photography at the same time. And mm-hmm. so like I put all my classes two days a week. And luckily I lived in a place where music is just like, there's something going on every night. Yeah. And it was a great space to, in like the music community, there are really supportive. They're just like, yeah, come shoot the show. And it just uh, kind of snowballs. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a supportive community like that, it helps I like I'm sure if you're in the middle of like Montana somewhere where there are no shows happening uh yeah like maybe those opportunities won't come as easily mm. um but
0: I, I think what uh, I found is that um Kevin is that on on this subject that people won't back you until you photograph something that they relate to Um, so I I had Louis Brown on two episodes ago and he's of like Indian heritage and he was talking about how um, his granddad kind of much like you were talking about Pune was like you know, why aren't you training to be a doctor? Why aren't you training to be a lawyer? And then like, and then Louis uh, photographed a a really big Bollywood actress. And then his granddad was like, Oh, my God, you're amazing. I can't believe what you're doing. And he was like, his granddad was like, telling all of his relatives in India and stuff. So (laughs) I think, you know, I don't, I don't think people mean it in a, in a bad way when when they're just when they're I think it's like an automatic reaction of people being like oh you want to be a full-time photographer that's uh, that's going to be hard and you're like well yeah but like the the rewards that come with it are, are you know a, a second yeah yeah exactly I, I remember my my um head teacher at a secondary school you know we were doing like um like career advice lessons and she said to me you know what are you going to college to do? And I said, um, college is different in the UK. It's like the bit before you go to university. So I, I went to college for two years to do photography. And she was like, oh, yeah, you need to be careful about kind of putting all your eggs in one basket. And you're like, well, ugh. do you know? What? And then and then like five years later, I got an email from them being like, oh, can you talk to the kids in assembly? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Anyway, People
1: it, are it, just it, so hesitant to support any sort of like art or creative endeavor. Yeah. It's really sad. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, Kaylin, are, are you kind of, are you in a, you know, what, what are you doing at the moment? Are you shooting or? Uh,
3: yeah. So I, I'm a student at my university. I, I don't know if, uh, Jordan, you're familiar, or if anyone is not, else who's not from the U.S. is familiar. Typically, university here is around four years. Mm-hmm. I got overwhelmed my first year and decided to take a fifth year. So I'm in my fifth year now. I am a photography student. Last semester I did my thesis yeah. and that went really well. Uh, we were supposed to have a show that didn't happen because of COVID obviously. Um, so I just organized a show myself um, and I framed it all and did that. I am trying to shoot when I can right now. There's not a ton going on because no. a lot of things are popping up and then getting canceled and then popping yeah. up and getting canceled. Yeah. But um, we have a couple local local um, Music venues. I'm in a college town I'm in rural Indiana. So I'm not far from Indianapolis, so there's some shows, some smaller shows going on there. Um, we have a couple of like bars that people play at and some people's basements that some people play at. So I'm getting out where I can.
0: yeah, yeah
3: and just trying to do what I can for the time being.
0: yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're smashing it, considering, man. I and mean, it definitely sounds like you're in like a you know, a ripe place to do it. You know, I, I speak to some people on this and they they literally live in the middle of nowhere. And, it, and yeah. you know, it, it can be difficult to give advice when, um, you know, you live a thousand miles away from the nearest music venue. It's it's kind of hard. Um, but yeah, man, it sounds like you're kind of smashing it. It yeah. sounds like you're doing, sounds like you're hey. doing all right. And, you, and, and you're graduating this year.
3: Yeah, I graduate in May. Amazing. And Go then ahead. I moved back That's to cool. Cincinnati, uh, where I'm from, uh-huh. in Ohio. And so there's also uh a, a music scene over there so
0: great fantastic okay. yeah do, do, does that answer your question
3: yeah that was really helpful
0: yeah cool Thank cool you so. i'm
1: glad and, and what you're doing i think is you know i think you're handling a really fucked up situation in a good way which is a way like which i mean again it's easier said than done and i know everyone's circumstances are different but really just learning how to make the best of it yeah. and mm. just adapt like oh i can't shoot live music right now how else can i like yeah. Make something dope, or you know, it, it's it's just not giving up and just be like, oh, everything's horrible. Like it's, mm. and I think if you have that passion for it, that will naturally just happen. You mm. know, mm. Um, yeah. It seems okay. like you're doing great, <laughs> considering. Yeah.
0: Well said, Poon. I'll get you get you on a TED talk next. Um, <laughs> so we've got two. I, again, I apologize if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, but um, I'm going to say. Gabrielle R, I'm not going to say your full name, name to out you, um, I yeah, think, a, it, hi, <laughs> hello, is, is it Gabrielle or Gabriel? Oh,
2: Gabrielle, I'm from yeah. France, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, whereabouts? So I'm like, uh, because of, like, we had, like, a lockdown for two weeks now, mm. so I'm from Paris, but I'm, like, in lockdown somewhere else, in Normandy, like, in the okay. middle of um to kind of because <laughs> i have more space to like do yeah. stuff yeah
0: so you're just hiding away i'm very much in the same yeah. situation unfortunately
2: so i was i was basically i um i was living in the uk for five years i okay. uh, to back because of lockdown because i lost my job mm-hmm. and everything so
0: yeah that's for sure yeah.
2: yeah so my question was um so basically i completely stopped doing art um during university like I I had like a four years course um, like three years and then one year of masters and I kind of stopped doing arts because I like stopped believing that I was good at it so mm. my question is do you have an advice for people that struggle to believe in themselves uh, seriously enough to like start being a photographer kind of thing does that make sense
0: yeah yeah sure man yeah I mean yeah. F- photography is such an interesting art form as is all other art forms but I'm kind of speaking from speaking from experience it's photography is such an extension of yourself that like it, it's such a unique way of seeing the world because you, 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 essentially what a photographer is is that you're, you're essentially showing the world what, what you see you know and and that's I think it's hard. Like when I was younger, I I found it quite hard to take criticism of my photography because it kind of it felt like an attack on what I saw. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I found I did find that very difficult. But I I think I got over that by just yeah. It, it's hard to not sound like it like a like a preacher with with this kind of stuff. But it is just kind of about um believing in yourself and not the the idea of photography and kind of taking ah this is this might sound quite bad to like taking the seriousness out of it because like at the end of the day like what we do is like really fun and it's great and like we, we capture moments in history and stuff but on the grand scheme of things like it's not that important like you know there's a lot more important things going on in the world um you know people that work for charities are on the front line and doctors and blah, 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 blah. um so i almost i my advice would be try not to get too bogged down in like what what because because it, because it, what do you struggle with it is it like people's perception of your art or is it literally just within it's yourself more like
2: my own perception of my art and like it really stopped me from trying to be a photographer, I just completely stopped making art because I thought I wasn't good enough. Mm. And I think, um,
1: you, you know, I, I think something that every artist struggles with, and I think something I've weirdly found comfort in knowing, is that all of us suffer from imposter syndrome, like mm. at any level. You know, like all of us, like, I probably go through it at least once a week, like a minor crisis of just like, I'm, what if my work is trash. What am I doing? Like, you know, you just kind of go through that. And it makes it a lot, you know, with our environment and those waves kind of can be intensified uh, just with like everything you're seeing all the time. And, um, you know, I think that something that's helped me is taking that momentum and not getting caught up in it. Instead, just, you know, finding a way to focus on, like, I think in a way, it's almost being nervous about what you do. And, it, and I think, you know, finding that and trying to turn it into something positive, like making something creative, instead of like being, letting it be so like like self detrimental in a way. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think what what Jordan was saying, photography is an extension of yourself. And for me, when I was a kid or when I was in high school, you know, seeing these photos of like the strokes and Enemy and like all these, like, I like, I remember like so many like specific photos that I had on my wall. And I think the way I approached photography, which is like an extension of myself and my photography is like. I'm a fangirl, like, I'm a music fan, and I wanted to do something in the music world, so I'm trying to, like, capture these artists in a way that, like, something that would make their biggest fan excited to see, Mm because that's what I'm excited to shoot, and, um, you know, I think just, like, kind of changing your mindset in that way, and also just realizing that you're not alone, and that it's, like, natural for you to be, like, hard on yourself, but to just, like, not let it get the best of you really because again we all go through it
0: i I think you touched on a good point there that i think finding something that you really enjoy photographing and something that you get super excited about photographing will really help um and and that doesn't necessarily you know mean to be music you know whatever you're whatever you're passionate about you know that could be yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it, it could literally be anything man like um I, you know, I uh, I read a lot of books on politics and I'm really interested in politics and the workings of politics and la la la. And I, I've done like small little personal projects that revolve around, um, you know, politics basically. And it's been really good for me to kind of step out of music for a bit and then focus on something completely different that I, you know, I probably enjoy uh, the world of politics more more than music really if I'm if I'm holding my hands up and being honest um, so I, I did a photography project on some McDonald's protesters and that it was like the first time they'd ever protested against McDonald's and we did like a portrait series of them and they went everywhere and I think
1: I remember that it's really
0: good oh thank you um, and I think that in itself will help you overcome that initial fear because because you're so excited and you're so determined to push Again, your view into the world, um, then, then, and I, I just think it massively helps. And, and whatever that is, man, like it could be, I, like fucking plants, or, or, or like, uh, you know, if you've got a long distance relationship with your partner, you know, like, you know, what that looks like from your eyes, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think it's, um, yeah, I think I think it will definitely help your confidence if you find something that you that you adore and kind of and kind of chase after it so much that you want to you desperately want to show people <laughs> show me. yeah
2: yeah i think
1: maybe just kind of breaking away from like you know what you're seeing every day because i mean you do see trends like whether it's on instagram or whatever it's like one person is shooting something and then like a hundred other people are shooting in that exact same way and it's just like i think it's really healthy to just all, kind of step away from like that sensory overload and like what jordan was saying whether you're into politics or like I'm trying to learn how to play the keyboard again just things <laughs> that kind of like kind of get you in your creative zone and it'll mm-hmm. help you and like you know sometimes i'll just be like playing on the keyboard and i'll come up with an idea for a photo shoot or something like i i think just letting yourself sit with your head and like find your own ideas basically
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: and then just writing with it like don't be scared to like try a new idea or try a new camera or something mm-hmm. like I've i've had some Fucking weird ideas that I never thought would work out but I tried it and I was like oh okay and that kind of I think trying again and being okay with failing mm. if that does happen it, and you know that's how you learn <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah 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 I think I think just to kind of close that off I think yeah I think that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier as well like if you fail like whatever it's like yeah. it's not the end of the world it's just a photo shoot do you know what I mean like no one's gonna die <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 I mean, maybe if you went really bad, but, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I think Pune hit the nail on the head there. D- does that answer your question, Gabriel?
2: Yeah, yeah, thank you so much. That's the main thing I was like struggling with. Yeah, so <laughs> thank well, you. I, so.
0: I, I hope you get back to Paris soon. Paris is going to be the first place that I go to once we can all travel properly again.
2: Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, I'm going back in January because I just got a job today. Woo! Oh. Yay! Awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. so thank you so much.
0: Of course. Of course. Thank, thank, you. thank you for coming. Much appreciated. Um, so moving swiftly on, we have Sarah. Hi. Hello.
4: Hey, how's it going? <laughs> What's <Hey>. up? <laughs> uh, I guess a uh, question for, I guess, for me is... Uh, so I do photo and video for bands now, have done for the last, I think we're coming up on four years, something like that. I grew up in bands, and so it just kind of seemed like a natural extension of that. Um, but I'm kind of looking for that sort of almost like, I mean, it's not midpoint, it's just beyond the beginning point transition to, I realized over the last like year or so that I really enjoyed when i get to work with like the same artist over like a longer period of time rather than sort of jumping around a bit more and Mm -hmm. i'm curious if either of you have any advice for that like what would be a good way to find opportunities like that
0: sure uh pune do you want to take the stage
1: i mean a lot of these relationships that i've formed with these artists have either been like you know I mean, you, you know, places like NME that have introduced me to a place like that that have been a an outlet for me to like meet these artists or like meeting them at a festival or something. And, you know, you just like naturally, like, if you hit it off and you like each other's work, like you just, it just naturally grows into something that's like, oh, this could be a cool, this is a good relationship we have here. And at the beginning, when I started touring, it was really just, you just kind of have to put yourself out there, be like yeah, I'm going to reach out to foals and be like, yo, I'm going to be in the UK. Like, let's make this zine together. Let's do this tour. And if, if I never like put myself out there and like, didn't reach out to them, that would have never happened. And, you know, I mean, I think more than anything, it's just finding those people that you're comfortable like being around and comfortable, like, uh, yeah, I, I think you just kind of know when you hit it off with an artist, when you meet them. And, uh, you know, not every artist wants a tour photographer, but I think, like, once they have a tour photographer, they realize, like, oh, this is the shit. like, mm. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess, Jordan, do you want to take that? <laughs> is yeah, it, yeah. But, I, yeah. The,
0: the way that I've described it in the past, Sarah, is it, it kind of feels a bit like, the dating world (laughs) you kind of you know like you do like one job with a band and like maybe like the vibe's a bit off you know someone's having like a stressful day and like you're like struggling to get good photos out of it etc etc and 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 whatever um and then sometimes you 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 meet people you you meet bands or might meet solo artists or whatever and there's just like an it feels like there's just like an automatic click to it and it's just like you just all of a sudden like get each other's jokes and you you, you know you, you like you know you appreciate each other's work and a bit like dating <laughs> um and I think I think the biggest thing is to not be scared to to chase that if you feel it kind of thing I'm talking about bands not <laughs> this isn't a dating thing you date
1: the band you date the
0: band um yeah, and, and not be afraid to pursue it, man. You know, um, I'm trying to think. So the first few bands that I toured with, the first three bands that I toured with were all through enemy connections. And now, I could. So I'm talking Enishikari, Slaves, and Catfish and the Bottom. All these bands I initially met on a one-shoot basis. It was like go along, do the shoot, give them to the enemy, and go home. Perfect, cool. But uh, obviously, you f- firstly you have to do a great job of the photos because that first and foremost will make them look for you kind of thing um and i remember i think was it i think it was catfish who i worked with first maybe i can't remember but yeah um and just making a big deal of it and tagging them in in the stuff that i'd done with them in the first place and then and then chasing that up and then like pune was saying you know oh you've got a uk tour coming up um you know i could come along to the first few shows and see how that goes and and la 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 and all of my relationships have been like that down the years, and I, I still continue to be friends with bands that I haven't worked with for five years now. Um, the the 1975 w- was slightly different, um, but that also come from being in a, um, basically knowing their manager for a long time, because I worked with Wolf Alice in like 2014 or something like that, and the 1975 had the same manager um and i hadn't spoken to him for four years and then i saw it basically long story short got asked by a producer to come to the music video shoot and then i saw the manager and he was like oh my god it's been four years and it's that whole thing of if if you just there's just a vibe like if you're just if you're super lovely which you seemingly are and like polite and kind and your photos are great i think it would just make a huge difference um that that i've got two years of work and touring with the 1975 and like literally living my dream job because i i that that job that i did the first ever job i did with them i had to fly in from i can't remember where i was but i had to fly in from somewhere on like the first flight and i was i was knackered and like i shot the brief was for it to all be shot on film so i was like terrified because it was like a two-day shoot like all on film um, so I was shooting on, like, a Contax, a, a Nikon F100, and an RB67. A, you know, like, I had so many cameras, it was ridiculous. Um, but they, you know, first and foremost, they loved the photos. And then, and then Jamie, their manager, was basically just like, you know, we really like how you are around the boys, and we really like, you know, your work. Um, and would you like to come and do this show? And then it kind of snowballs from there. Um, so, yeah, I think,
1: like, what Jordan was saying, it's definitely like the vibe it's just like you have to be able to get along i mean you have you have to like click with the artist and or like somebody has to trust you enough to give you that kind of access to their world and you know like at first it is kind of like nerve-wracking because it's just like oh like most of the tours i've done have been either like like I've worked with a band a few times before and they've like asked me to come on board or like somehow we've like worked together. But there's, there have been a couple where I've just gone in cold. Like Mm -hmm. I haven't met them, like their manager knew who I was, like Jordan said. And yeah, I think you put it the best way. It kind of, it does feel like dating. You're like, okay, I hope they like me. I hope Mm -hmm. they like the photos. I hope I don't make, you know, an ass of myself. And, and then from there, you know, like, like once they realize like, oh no, this person like, like, I think being able to, like, to navigate yourself on tours, like, that's really important. Just, like, knowing how to be in the moment, but also be, like, a fly on the wall. Yeah.
3: Like, no.
1: there's, there's so many, it's, like, hard to say, oh, this is, like, the one way you can get into touring, because there's, like, so many avenues. But, I, you know, I think initially, if you're trying to start out, you you really, like, you shouldn't just be scared to, like, reach out to these bands. Because you, you will be surprised how many people are, like, oh, I never thought about having a tour photographer. Sure. Come out for a few days, you, mm. like mm. yeah, and then it's,
0: from there. It, like, it's ahead. a win-win situation for them, really. You know, if if you agree on a couple of dates initially, kind of if it goes bad, which it you know 99% of the time won't, um, then there's not like a you know you're not on like a like two-year world tour with them. Like you, I think the way that I've seen it go in the past is that you work with them a couple of times, everyone sees how they get on, and then you you get the bigger and bigger stuff basically. But yeah, man, I think Pune touched on something really, really important there in terms of how you like conduct yourself on tour. I think it's such an interesting thing that I don't think it's talked about a lot. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe I just don't look for it. I don't don't know. But it's it's such a funny world to navigate because, you know, being around people for for literally two years, you go through everything with these people like you go through relationship breakdowns, new girlfriends and boyfriends, uh, deaths, um, missing flights, fucking food poisoning. You you, look like any life experience you can think you have it within those condensed two years. Um, So knowing when to document it (laughs) is important and when to be there as a person, first and foremost. but that, that that kind of comes with time and kind of figuring each other out but i i think definitely being like emotionally mature enough to tour is really important yeah. um yeah that sounds really condescending but you, you you know what i mean in terms of you know yeah. um yeah
1: it's a whole i mean the lifestyle of it is just, i mean it's pretty touring
0: it's, is that,
1: yeah it's pretty intense <laughs>
0: it's, it's it's super intense man but it, it's it's my favorite thing in the world to do so yeah and I, I um i always
1: sleep the best in a little like my little coffin you know like oh. those yeah the best sleep i've ever gotten is on a tour bus when they I... have like the little bunks and it's just you're locked in there it's like blacked out and you can you can wake up at like 2 p.m and be like what the fuck I... like how did that happen
0: <laughs> in the u.s it kills me because obviously the, the the drives in the u.s are so much longer than they are anywhere else in the world yeah. i i it was on the last u.s tour uh, last year and I went to bed, I can't, it wasn't late, and I woke up, like, 13 hours later, I was like, oh my fucking god, what, because, like, because there's no natural sunlight when you pull that little curtain across, I woke up, and, and, like, it's the worst, though, when you, when you open the curtain, and everyone's out of the bunks, and, like, even the driver's not there, and you're like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Then you have to find out, wait, are they in the green room, are they, like, a press thing, or are they sound checking, or, yeah, it's always a fun labyrinth. Yeah. Every day,
0: every day is a new experience. Yeah, a new city. Yeah.
4: Um, what a Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, does
0: that does that answer your question? Uh, if, if not, please say. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, no, it's nice. It's nice to hear from like other photographers their experience because like what really got me hooked was my first couple tours, but they're generally shorter, like mm-hmm. a month. Who did you month. Huh? Who did you tour with? Uh, I toured with the Struts, and then I also toured with the Bowling League. Oh, okay. I know the struts.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: They're, like, an old friend. But, yeah, that's what got me hooked. I was like, I need to do more of this. But it's always a question of, like, how much do you shoot your shot? You know, because you're, like, Mm -hmm. you don't want to come across as, like, too eager. But then also you're, like, I don't want to be, like, so cool that they don't know if I'd want to do
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) I know know what you mean. Like, it, it is definitely... It is a balancing act of that. Um, and I remember having that exact same feeling on the 1975 UK tour, the first tour, like the first proper tour I did with them. And I was like, I was so desperate to do like the, the other tours, but I was like, I didn't, I, I'd only known them for like, I don't know, two weeks. So I couldn't be like, that US tour's looking uh, pretty cool. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to do it, but I think, because my relationship with them straight away was quite nice. I am I think if you ask people in my touring party, I'm quite quiet on tour. I'm quite kind of reserved and I'm quite, you know, I kind of, I do my job and I do my job first. And then I do, I do things afterwards basically. Um, but I remember on the last day of the UK tour, the drummer uh, George was like, oh, is, is this your last day with us? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, yeah, I think you should come to the US with us. And I was like, yeah maybe and inside I was like
1: (laughs) (laughs) um
0: so yeah I think that that is an interesting one in terms of like not coming across too keen but then you know what fuck it man whatever if you there's no such thing as being too keen like whatever like being cool is 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 a is objective subjective is subjective um so yeah whatever
1: yeah, I mean, there, there are just some times where I just flat out ask. I like, I'm just like, I want to do this tour. Like, yeah. would y'all be down to have another photographer? And yeah, like, the, yeah, there have been a few times where i was just like, they're gonna say no. I'm just like, they're like, oh yeah, come along. It's like, oh fuck. <laughs> like, you'd be surprised. Like, what's the worst that could happen? They just say no. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: this is it, man. Yeah. This is yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm so I'm gonna email Kendrick Lamar straight after this call, mm-hmm. and then we're good. <laughs> yeah, I have a call
1: with Beyonce in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Cool. See you on the see you on the road. <laughs> She has like Um, four
1: tour photographers or something or I mean she has I don't even know
0: (laughs) 100 uh, tour photographers. (laughs) um, Sarah was that all good mate?
4: Yeah no I really appreciate it It's so great to like hear from other people doing it and actually just being like I yeah it's the consensus it's nice thank you. Good
0: of course man thank you for coming it's much appreciated. Um, Jonathan my man good evening how are we doing? Hi. oh, it's nice. It's nice to hear an English accent. Oh, well, that's right. It's got to be one of us. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> doing? Yeah, I'm very well, English
5: thank voice. you. Good luck. <laughs> it's just, uh, just to say, it's great to get together with sort of like-minded people and uh, sort of chat photography and stuff. So, Love thanks man. for setting these up, Jordan. It's great. Yeah, yeah, sure, man. Yeah, thanks, Jordan. This is yeah. awesome. come on. Go <laughs> yeah, yeah more um, of you Pune, can unmute and carry on if you like. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Pune, lovely to have the opportunity to have a chat with you. Yeah
1: thanks for uh, doing
5: this <laughs> no, absolutely um no my question is um I was started um well I've studied photography back in the 90s um and then after a prolonged leave of absence um I started well to combine sort of my two passions which was sort of photography and uh live music last April uh, so um had a great well yeah surprisingly great year last year sort of uh, shooting various bits and pieces, which, yeah, I don't think I'll get the opportunity to do, which was fantastic. But um, now my question is really just as an online presence, would you say that um, a platform such as Instagram is as effective as having your own website just as a, an online sort of a uh, platform for demonstrating your work?
1: I mean, honestly, like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, I don't think I would have, I mean, I don't know how far I would have ever gotten in music photography if I didn't have Flickr when I was mm. 17. Or eight. y'all remember that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
6: uh, <man>. yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I basically, in a way, have like social media to thank for getting my first job. Like, I was just uploading stuff. I was, I was like 16, 17, going to shows in Austin and just like taking polaroids of bands after shows. I was just like, wait, and like meet them, and I would just upload them to Flickr. And um, there's this music site called Gorilla Versus Bear. I don't know if y- y'all have heard of them. Uh, they're mm-hmm. awesome. Um, yeah, they they were also doing band Polaroids at, at the time, and they were based out of Texas. And they just, by chance, saw my Polaroids from a festival on Flickr. And they're like, hey, if we PayPal you money for film, will you start covering shows for us in Austin? And then from there, like, Stereo Gum saw my work, and then it just kind of, you know, domino effected from there. But... It was, yeah, like putting myself out there. And it's like, um, you know, I think with things like Flickr and Instagram, they're incredible tools. And I think it's just knowing how to use it. I think for me, it's learning how to use it like for for like photography, like for what I need it for. And like, um, you know, there's always like this other aspect of it. And it's, you know, learning how to not get too caught up in that. And uh, yeah, it, it's like an inter- it's a, it's like an interesting thing to navigate. Like especially, you know, how far we've come from like Flickr to Instagram. Like there's like the effect that like Instagram has now is probably nowhere near what Flickr had at the time. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's important to learn how to adapt. And you know, I think still staying true to like what you're doing and not getting too caught up in that world. But also knowing how to use these tools like Instagram or I, don't know, I have a TikTok. I have no idea. Like I'm still trying to figure out like how I would even have any sort of use for it. But, uh, I was like, what do I do? Do I just upload like Reels? Or my my friends like that's not how you use it. I, I was like, I quit after five minutes. But <laughs> you know.
0: downloading TikTok and and looking down the algorithm that it kind of just pushed me straight away, I felt so fucking old. <laughs>
3: <laughs> i was like
0: these 15 year olds i was like oh, oh my god i feel like toot and man it was insane um
1: well i think you know i've always like i've signed up for instagram and you know Flickr and all this stuff because it was a good way to showcase what i was doing and then tiktok i, I'm, I guess i'm still trying to figure out like how that would work with what i do i think that's what i'm struggling with because i'm not going to post like I don't know, like, planking videos. I know that's, like, three years ago, but, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> just, like I'm, it's just, like, it, I, I. maybe I will find a way to, like, use it for, like, showcasing my photography, which is, yeah. like, you know, the most important thing. But, yeah, uh, I think it is. You know, yeah, it's, it, I think it's important to have a website, too, and keep that up to date, but I can't deny that Instagram and Flickr have been, like, massive and where I've gotten.
0: Yeah, I, it's 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 a funny old world because you you can go two ways with it i think you can go down like a quite a poisonous route of like trying yeah. to be like a fucking like, like everything Instagram, you see. Yeah, well like like a like a yeah like a photography influencer like, yeah but that that, that that's like a, that's like a whole to me that's like a whole different world of, of what of what we do um you know there's space for it but i you know you're not going to see me like hashtag adding fucking protein shakes anytime soon um, i have so
1: many selfies with his smoothies well <laughs>
0: <laughs> um i'd have to get you some know. yo if anyone wants to send me hair growth i am down because i'm fucking
1: oh the pills yeah. right
0: yeah <laughs> yeah man but i'm 27 i've got no hair hence be me all the time man. Yeah. um all jokes aside i got booked for my biggest ever advertising job from Instagram it's so mad like it's such an interesting like a massive company um that I I think it was a year and a half ago that I did it maybe two years ago They would never see my website they they found me on Instagram I can't remember how or why um but yeah and they like they're like you know person at the office DM'd me on there and was like hey like would you be interested we're doing this campaign would you be interested and I was like this feels mental that I'm having like this conversation in my DMs. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, I did refer them to my email eventually, but um, it's definitely important, man. I think it's, I think it's nice to have um, a website though. I think it's nice just to be able to, to have all your best stuff in one place and, and all your favorite shots in one place. be so able to push people and show, but yeah, I think, I think used correctly, it's a really powerful tool. Um, especially like in my, when I first started out, when I was like 13, 14, I was like MySpace messaging bands to be like, yo, can I come to your show and like photograph it? So the internet has always been a part of, I suppose it's slightly different for yourself, isn't it? Because I I guess, if if you were shooting in the 90s this wasn't a really this wasn't a conversation absolutely so, not no yeah so <laughs> yeah. I guess it's it's quite it's quite a funny one actually I, I should get older photographers on here actually to talk about this exact thing because <laughs> because how, how old are you Pina sorry
1: 30
0: 30 so yes. I guess so, so me and you are of the generation where the internet has been around pretty much our entire life yeah. like, like pretty like we had like the the front end we're the last
1: generation to know what it's like to not just have cell exactly. phones yeah or
0: internet but the yeah. internet has always been an integral part of my photography um that's how i've always done stuff I've, yeah like pune i was posting stuff on my Flickr, on my, on my myspace on my you know on whatever yeah. um so yeah i i think just try not to get bogged down in like how many followers do i have how many you know like oh. it's, it's like yeah. it's so like it's it's, <laughs> my Instagram is like a very humbling experience for me because uh, prior to touring with the 75 I think I had about 10,000 followers and now I have 40,000 followers so if I don't post if I post something that's not the 1975 I get such little interaction and then I post something that's 1975 and it just goes fucking mental so I'm you know like you, you can't get like bogged down in like you know, oh, I've got 40,000 followers, you know, like, it, it just it doesn't translate, you know, I know a lot of photographers that have got like 800 followers and get paid, you know, 10 grand for a photo shoot. So yeah. you know, it's, it's, it, it is what it is. But I think it's definitely important to answer your question.
1: Yeah, I think like, you know, it, my hope with all of this is that, I guess this is just the more general statement about social media, is mm-hmm. that like, pe- people don't get too caught up in that stuff and people don't get too caught up in, um, yeah, again, like how, what they see as trending or what they see as popular. And I, you know, and and I hope people still respect the actual, like, like craft of photography, like the actual, like, like a good photo, you know, because it is kind of there. like Jordan was saying, there is this other side of it. Like, I remember a friend hitting me up being like, oh, I need Uh, a photographer to shoot you know it was like a big artist um in new york uh the artist but the photographer needs to be female and have at least like 30,000 followers on instagram Mm. it's just like man but what if i know someone that's just a great photographer in new york that's like available like why does it have to matter and you know i hope that that kind of stuff doesn't like like seeing that kind of stuff is kind of like man but i hope there are still people out there that appreciate a good photographer whether they have like five followers or five million or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah so
0: yeah there's
1: my soapbox moment
0: <laughs> no I, I yeah <laughs> I, I completely agree does that answer your question Jonathan yeah that's great that's fantastic just with regards to having a
5: website how many because obviously you don't want to oversaturate it with images and stuff so what would you say sort of Image wise. (laughs) I've gone full
1: maximalist with it. It's like a thousand photos on there. (laughs) (laughs) Um
0: I I I actually looked on your website the other day. I I those um like eight millimeter portraits are so fucking cool, man. Thanks. They're so cool. I've never I've never had an eight millimeter. I was like, "Mm, maybe I should buy one. Um I mean they're
1: so expensive to process. So I was like, how can I make the best of this and so I just started doing portraits on it for fun oh mate they're
0: they're, so they're so beautiful though like I think I think that that this is like another conversation completely so I won't go too deep into it but like if you go onto Pune's website and you'll see what I'm talking about this this kind of like eight millimeter moving portraits there's so many brands now that are looking for more than just the photos they're looking for gifts. they're looking for moving imagery they're looking for x y and z so I think I, I'm, I'm bad at this basically in, in terms of showing your, the, the depth of what you can do um, because that, what Pune's done is so easily translatable to so many brands and so many artists and so many like things. Um, yeah, I think that's really important. But um, my, my website, I do I think I have about five separate uh, like bits, so I have like um, live music, portraits, commercial, editorial, uh I think maybe that's it for oh no I'm in 1975 where I have like some of the tour stuff um I have like 10 photos per 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 bit um the 1975 one I think I've got slightly less and it's like a slightly different format but um yeah I I try to do like 10 and try to switch it up every six months or something like that if I've taken a photo that I particularly like I really enjoy I think one word of advice that I'd give uh, if you're going to do my approach of like minimalism is to not have like ducking 10 photos from the same show on 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 your on your website because it if there's like a real if there's like an incredible photo within those 10 it will get lost amongst the the, the kind of the 10 um a prime example of that is I shot Travis Scott at, at wireless festival for wireless festival uh about two years ago and um you know I got you know loads of photos that I adored but I had I, I basically chose one and, and worked out my website and yeah um yeah does, does that answer your question man that's fantastic really appreciate the feedback from both of you nice one thank you of course man yeah thank you cheers bud um and then we have our second Gabrielle hello hello hi how you doing
3: good how are you guys
0: very well thank you good
3: very- um, so my question is, when you look back to like your first year starting out, uh-huh. um, what do you know now that you wish you knew then?
0: Sure. Um, what, what, okay, I've I've answered this on, on previous ones before and I think I'm going to be really boring for everyone and I'm going to say exactly the same thing of, I wish I knew how hard it would be until I got to a certain point. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know anybody in the field at all like I had no family in the field I had no friends in the field like I had no concept of what the photography field looked like so I didn't know what the crack was really um, and the first it's like I was saying slightly earlier like the first four years I was like I was like very 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 broke like you know bored. I I was having <laughs> I had one of my struggle meals I had was um, I had microwave rice with ketchup, um, which was probably
1: <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
0: no, no, no! It was the bleakest uh, <laughs> meal of my <laughs> life. I think my life got better since that point. Um, <laughs> but, but but the meal was like cooking fifty peas. You know what I mean? It was like it was it was getting to that point. Um, yeah, so I think. But also being aware that that struggle is so worth it in the end. Like if if you can reach a point where you're paying your bills and you're comfortable and and whatever, it is just it is genuinely the, the best job in the world. Like it doesn't I don't I can't remember a day where I've been like well this fucking sucks. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I, there's not many days I have where I, I truly truly. I mean maybe when I'm fucking backing up ten million hard drives it's it's hard work but. But generally speaking, um, yeah, I I, th- I think that's it, to be honest with you. I think I not that it would have put me off, but I think just having a bit of a heads up of like, you need to know that you're in it for the longer. Like I'm seven years deep, man. And it took me five years, five and a half years to get my dream job. And I think there's such a there's a there's a there's a. Yeah, there's an idea that people want things so quickly now and it all happens very quickly and you wanna work with the biggest artists in the world and and the, the, the people want that to happen within six months. But, you know, it literally took me five years, man, like five and a half years to reach a point where you know, if my if somebody said to me tomorrow, you know, you can't your your photography career is over, you're never doing it again I'd I'd be happy where I am now. Like I, I've I've reached that point after seven Um, seven full years doing it so yeah man yeah I think I think
6: that's
1: yeah I think what Jordan was touching on is that like even like all the all the stress because there there is a lot of like you know moments where you're just sitting uploading hard drives or yeah you're at a festival after not sleeping for like four days and there's just these moments where you're just like fuck but I never like at the end of the day I never hate doing any of that like, it's, yeah. I enjoy doing it. And I can always look back at even, like, the worst times at a festival and just be like, I'm so fucking happy I'm doing that yeah. instead of, like, anything else. <laughs> like, um, and I think you just kind of know. And I, that, that's that, your question's kind of... I have to think about that one for a second. But, you know, I think at the time, maybe, like, when I was first starting <laughs> out... Um, maybe you care a little too much about what people think of your work or you take things a little more personally, you know, if someone says, Oh, her photos are too contrasty or something, Mm. you Mm -hmm. know, it's just kind of like, Oh, like, like, I, I think what I've understood now is that it doesn't matter. Like it does, like if, if you know, like if you're confident in what you do and like, really, it, it's like, how do I say this? <laughs> it's basically just like a like, don't let the fuckers get you down. Basically, yeah. you're always you're always gonna have critics, and if you let it get to you, that can just like stop you, really, like from getting to where you're going or from like reaching like, like, yeah, like I, I think I just learned to just like trust what I'm doing. Yeah, and um. Uh, it's got me this far mm-hmm. and the more I've just let myself like trust what I'm doing, the more confident I've become and the more I've learned and the more I've, you know, you just kind of learn that there's going to be that in like whatever career you work in. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think I kind of lost my train of thought, but I think I know, I think, you understand what I mean? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, 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 yeah. J- just, to echo that, I think talk
1: sometimes I apologize. <laughs> no, no,
0: mate, not at all. I, 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 to to echo you, I think, yeah, I think, I think that is the hardest thing of, of. <sighs> okay. Step one: kill your ego. Step two: forget every every dickhead that's gonna say something bad about you, you and yourself. then the rest is fine. Yeah. Kill your ego don't listen to other people you're sorted (laughs) and then yeah be grateful yeah 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 oh yeah the golden fucking rule be fucking nice to everyone yeah nice life is life is a fucking pigsty sometimes you don't know what people are going through be nice
1: yeah
0: um you know wherever you are there can be a photo shoot on tour or whatever or you know photographer in pit um yeah man just be nice and then maybe you you end up being friends with Pune forever and Pune is now regretting that because she's having to chat to me fucking five years later. But you know, <laughs> hey, I'll
1: inter- I'll enter your, uh, what, what's your background again? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, Final Fantasy 7. Uh,
1: yeah, I'll enter I'll that world
0: anytime. I, yeah. Yeah, fine. this is
1: fun. I'm enjoying this. <laughs>
0: I'm <laughs> and good, the uh, feeling's mutual. Does that answer your question, Gabrielle?
3: Yeah, it does. Starting. Thank you.
0: <laughs> where, where, where are you from,
3: mate? I'm from Australia.
0: Beautiful. Whereabouts? Wow. Where
3: uh, Newcastle, near Sydney.
0: Ah, nice. My my, um, my girlfriend lives in uh, Wollongong.
3: Oh, no way.
0: Yeah, yeah. So not too far from you, just south. Yeah. South but beautiful part of the world.
1: I'm Love dying it. to come out to Australia. I think, like, 80% of the bands I work with are Australian, and I've still never been out there. So... Um,
0: <laughs> the... the, the only major photo shoot i've done in australia was for noisy magazine with a 1975 we were doing a cover story we were shooting it up in um up in the north and i were I ended up in a uh that, that that night because uh, a tick buried itself into me and uh, i am english and i um couldn't deal with the tick bite so um the the the, the lovely aussies at the hotel tried to pull it out and it was so far wedged in that they couldn't physically get it out. So I oh had to go God. to A and E. So um Pune, do not go to Australia's photograph because you will end up in hospital is my uh, is my advice.
1: I'll just photograph
0: it. you photograph it. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that, that that was quite a funny quite a funny thing actually. I remember uh, I, I remember being I, I'm quite my pain threshold if if you can take pain well is 10 and and, and one's the other end of the spectrum. I'm one. And the, the the woman is trying to pull this tick out of my back. I'm like sitting on a, a set of stairs while she's trying to pull it out of my back, and and Matty for, from the band was was videoing it on his phone as as she was <laughs> doing it, and I I was like I couldn't say anything to be like can you not because I've spent the last two years documenting everything that he's done including you know being sick uh, and uh, whatever um so yeah the tables definitely turned on me that day and I, I didn't enjoy it to be honest <laughs> don't worry
1: don't worry Jordan I'm I'm really strong like an okay. ox uh,
0: well I can, you know, I, I can I can imagine I can imagine handle a tick bite <laughs> exactly maybe, yeah that that, I can't that now. Do.
1: maybe not
0: <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Gabrielle is thinking I have pulled out countless tick bites and uh, so yeah thank you thank you for joining it is, is it quite early there it's like 7am 8am um
3: i think it's about 8am now nice. oh wow
0: thanks well thanks for joining at uh, 7am it's much appreciated we we appreciate your uh your, your dedication um now uh derek my man do, do you have a question or do you want to just do you want to just like shoot the shit with me and pune about the uh, about the good old days Derek um so so derek just for everyone that derek meet me derek and pune all used to hang out doing enemy stuff uh, back in the day so uh,
6: so yeah. i i met pune like it's 10 years ago um yeah
1: yeah 10 years and
6: ago then i must have met you jordan probably about five or six years ago yeah um i get i did have a question actually yeah yeah Go um on. i think what sets both for you apart for me from like a lot of other photographers is your a your portraiture mm. and your behind the scenes work and like your kind of your tour life stuff mm. um how much of your tour photography especially the behind the scenes stuff is mm. organic and how much do you have to kind of like coax people into being up for doing stuff because most tour life is boring as shit yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. most yeah. of it's people sat in rooms staring at their phones like, or like this. It's sat at catering <laughs> and like i think you know i always reference it but pune your idol stuff in the laundrette and jordan your 75 stuff around like japan
0: mm.
6: and stuff like that i think is like the stuff that i reference is like this is what I want from, like, tour mm. photography? Mm,
0: mm, mm. Um, Thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a sick question, man. Um, I, my, mine is, is 100% organic, but it's it's funny because now that I've known the band for so long, I think Matty definitely, like, if he can see that he's doing something and then I go to take a photo of it, he he holds it longer than he maybe naturally would and i think that just comes from like a like a relationship kind of thing where he like no he trusts that i will get a good photo of whatever i'm taking a photo of so he'll then not you know he's aware that i'm doing it but he'll pretend that he's not aware of what i'm doing it so it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful relationship where um i'm kind of getting posed photos that are with, without me doing anything um you know like a prime example of that was Uh, they were making a lot of the new album on the back of the tour bus last year and um, I was shooting a lot of video on like a little VCR camera and he was playing this song for the first time and he was looking out the window and it was quite a kind of like cinematic like beautiful moment we were in Denver and there was like snow everywhere and stuff and I was filming this this bit of him looking out the window and he like he like literally held it for like two minutes and it was really beautiful man like this kind of shot that I had of him um i like like i kind of mentioned earlier i'm quite quiet on tour and i think i'm, I'm quite i'm quite quiet generally speaking i don't like being center of attention in any room uh, it's not really my vibe um so i i would feel awkward to be like guys let's do this thing you know like you go in that corner yeah you know, and don't get me wrong like I, there's been a couple of moments where I, I've, I've done that like a me and Ross from the band, we went um, hiking up Table Mountain in South Africa and I definitely posed him in a couple of bits to, you know, to really get the most of it. But yeah, like 99.9% of the time, it's, it's natural for me. Um, Yeah. What about you? Yeah,
1: I I think it's, it's a pretty solid mix of both in a weird way where it's like, uh, yeah, there are a lot of like mundane moments on tour. But you know, I think with shooting festivals, you know, I think that's helped me a lot with touring where it's like, you're doing portraits backstage and you have like five minutes to find something cool. And what's like a very mundane situation. Mm -hmm. And just like, I think I have a lot of fun with that on tour as well. And, you know, I think it's a lot of just kind of constantly, I mean, you do that as a photographer, photographer anyway, but just like constantly looking at your surroundings and you're always in a new setting. So it's always, there's always inspiration around and Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, yeah, you're with idols and they're doing their laundry and you're hanging out this laundromat for an hour. Like, why not just, like, have some fun in there and, like, take some photos? Or, yeah, or, like, sometimes they are just, like, like partying and they're just, like, they just get wild and they're, like, oh, let's take some photos together. Or, like, sometimes I do, y- you can just kind of gauge, like, oh, yeah, they might want to take some photos now or I'll just be, like, more in the background for now. And, um, you know, I just t- I think it takes a lot of reading reading a room but also being like, I think that's gonna look cool and they have like a minute, I'm just gonna like stick whoever there for like 20 seconds and get a quick portrait. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like these situations are presenting themselves organically, like all the time. And it's just what you make of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I think, yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. I can't add anything more to that really.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know if yeah. that answers your question. <laughs> also, Derek. Derek's uh, one of the first photographers I started shooting with in the U.K. We got introduced by our friend Andrew Kendall, and we did so many fucking festivals together. <laughs> we did uh, a yeah. d- download festival. We did Wireless Festival when it was like pulp. and hard rock calling.
6: Uh, um, oh yeah, truck uh, festival.
1: Truck. Yes. Uh, oh my God, what else did we do?
6: Um,
1: did we do? Spreading our leads together?
6: No. Well, uh, I don't know. But then, so like we were doing festival stuff together. But then I also worked at Enemy with both of you. Yeah. Yeah. And we did Glastonbury, like Enemy Awards and like yeah. all of that madness. Oh, yeah. Like,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're like sniper position
6: yeah (laughs) were you like
0: 400 mil lens i was
6: always i was always very envious so like at the enemy awards it was a tiered theater so they would have all of the um the guests and people sat at tables like on the lower floor and then kind of general people upstairs and every year i would get they would hire me a like a 400 mil lens and i would just sit on the balcony (laughs) Just like for the whole night with like a bunch of snacks and just like <laughs> just sit up there shooting and it was, I I loved doing it but then you guys were always the ones getting the kind of like really crazy yeah. like, yeah. um reaction stuff and yeah. all of that kind of thing like when um the were you that you were there the year that with Horizon* broke yeah. the tape yeah yeah and like yeah. trying to like hang a four hundred mil lens <laughs> over a balcony. <laughs> And not drop it on like Paul McCartney or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, famously not a vibe. Shit. Well, Paul's
1: very kind. I'm sure he would have taken it well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very,
0: very nice The the enemy oh. awards are such a funny one, man. I, I had such a I had like a full circle experience of the enemy awards because I I went to the enemy awards last year with um the 1975 as as guests and it was just like it was fucking mad to be there like not working for the enemy and like. And seeing people and stuff, it was... Uh, that felt like a bit of a moment. That felt like a bit of, like, um, going back to your hometown and being, like, yo, what's up? <laughs> it was... Uh, that was fun as fuck, man. That that was that was sick. Um, but, yeah, man. Yeah. no. I mean, Derek, w- did you do the Glastonbury where there was, like, eight of us in that year?
6: Uh... I did one of... Uh yes like, yeah yeah it was with yeah. and andy four Ford, and Dan the Ken, andy. there's a photo of you like a photo of you in your pants or something like that knocking yeah, out somewhere. Yeah, yeah yeah um <laughs> that also that was like one of the worst rain experiences yes. i think that weekend yes
0: it was fucking dreadful
6: but yeah i mean wouldn't change it for the world though yeah, yeah i like missed it all enemy was such a like for me personally enemy was such a like I think especially now like during all of this I've been like looking through hard drives and like mm-hmm. trying to like dig stuff out from the archive and all this kind of thing and there are so many things where I think I look back now and just be like I cannot believe if I got to do that or like
0: oh mate yeah uh, oh, it's, it's crazy yeah. it kind of it, can, it, it, kinda it ups- flies
1: by you like forget like you're just yeah. constantly yeah. when you're constantly shooting and you're constantly in like a live music atmosphere it's so easy to be like oh, yeah, I shot that band a few years ago. And it's just, like, it really, like, years later, it can, like, still really resonate with you and, like, hit you and just be I, like,
0: well, that's my job. An, I think that's an important point for everyone, really. I think it's so important to realise how far you've come and, and occasionally look back. I don't think it's a negative thing to actually look back on, on how far you've come. Like, I, I definitely had a bout of it, like... um maybe you know six months ago like during the, like the first lockdown and shit when i was like man like what am i doing like, you know all that kind of shit and then like actually like i, I actually just went back through my instagram i was like fuck <laughs> i'm like i've i've done everything i've ever wanted to man like it, it, it's mad to look back on it, it it's incredible so i think definitely taking stock of how far you've come um will will help you you know um, moving on to your, your next point in your career really um yeah because you I know a couple of people in here have talked about kind of uh, finding it hard to believe in themselves and stuff, but I bet you'll be surprised about how far you've actually come um compared to like when you first started out, like yo, it's it, it's
6: mad. <laughs> yeah, also, I definitely say the the things I've learned or well, the most I've ever learned with photography has been working with other photographers oh, yeah. and working in teams of photographers and like sitting in rooms at like, two in the morning with everyone with their laptops out and then being like, just looking over being like, why are you doing this this way? Or yeah. like, why, like, how do you do this this way and stuff like yeah. that and kind of like, or like, oh, maybe you should try this next time and like yeah. all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: 100%. 100%. The,
0: the, the Command C, Command V, pay settings on the Lightroom, woof. Oh, when I found <laughs> that out, oh, I was like, you can do what?
1: What? content um, aware oh, yeah I, when i learned that
0: <laughs> beautiful yeah. it's, a, it's a beautiful time to be alive but yeah i yeah. think um this is kind of the reason why i'm doing this um especially kind of given covid times etc etc it's hard for people to be in the same room and it's nice for everyone to have a chat and uh hopefully learn from each other and um hopefully not get bored of my dulcet tones um thanks everyone so much for coming it has been yeah.
1: Thank you all so much for joining this. Hopefully, it's even in the smallest way, a little bit helpful. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, we all got to hang out with Pune, so that, that's that's some incredible. Um, she's now a Los Angeles girl, though, so you know, take that for what it is. Um, Y'all want to see my
1: chihuahua? Don't. Let me yeah. see,
0: I got to see the chihuahua. Earlier. Look here we go. Come you. to me. Don't.
1: Let me. Ugh. <laughs> her name her name is dolma you know you you were saying about like you know doing things that other people can relate to i named my i gave my dog a kind of persian name so my parents would accept her to some level because they were always against me having a a dog when i was a kid and so i finally got her like i haven't lived with them for you know fucking years now but I still have to get like this weird acceptance from them. Like, I, yeah. I need them to like her. And yeah. so when I told them, they were just like, What? You got a dog? Like, I was like, Her name's Dolma. And they're they were were like, like Dol- Dolma?
5: <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> they said in their so Persian accent.
1: They're like, Okay, she's chill. It's like, Oh, it was that easy.
0: <laughs> well, but yeah, uh, she's
1: very, very LA now.
0: <laughs> yeah. We love to see it. There's going to be photos. She's got her own Instagram page, I'm hearing. Uh, she's going to be. Uh,
1: Dolma dominatrix
0: but it's private right now i haven't done anything with it yet <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's so He's on the nose there. i love it <laughs> um yeah thank you all so much for coming um just hashtag on the, on the twitter and on the instagram and stuff like that it really helps and uh yeah thank you all for coming puna if you want to just stay on the call for a minute but uh yeah thank yeah. you all so much it has been beautiful